Welcome, dear listeners, to another spine-tingling episode of Creepy Creatures, Eerie Folklore from Around the World. Today, we delve into the shadowy realms of Chinese legends and folklore, where an unsettling presence lurks, the Jiangxi, or the Chinese Hopping Vampire. Picture this, a stiff corpse dressed in the official garments of the Qing Dynasty, arms outstretched, moving with an eerie hop. These creatures, known as Jiangxi, roam the night, venturing forth to stalk the living. Its insatiable thirst for life manifests in a horrifying ritual as it drains the essence, the very qi, or life force, from unsuspecting victims. By day, they rest in coffins or hide in dark places such as caves. Fasten your seatbelts, my devilish fiends, as I take you on a haunting journey across the globe, exploring the darkest recesses of folklore and the supernatural. And remember, the night holds secrets, and some creatures are best left undisturbed. <laughs> In the shadowy pages of Ji Shaolan's book, Yu Wei Kao Tang Bi Ji, penned between 1789 and 1798, we unearth the causes behind the reanimation of corpses. According to Shaolan, the departed return to the realm of the living under two sinister categories, those recently deceased and those long buried but mysteriously resistant to decomposition. So... What are the nefarious triggers for such supernatural resurrections? Let's peel back the layers. Supernatural Arts The manipulation of occult forces to breathe life back into the deceased. Spirit Possession When a departed soul takes possession of its lifeless vessel. Yang Chi Absorption A corpse devoid of life springs back to existence by absorbing sufficient Yang Chi. Three Huns and Seven Poes. As the Qing Dynasty scholar Yuan Mei notes in his book Zibu Yu, a person's Hun is good, but the Po is evil. The Hun is intelligent, but the Po is not so good. The Hun leaves his her body after death, but their Po remains and takes control of the body, so the dead person becomes a Jiangxi. Unburied Dead. A lack of proper burial unleashes the potential for reanimation. A bolt of lightning or a pregnant cat's leap across the coffin can bring the corpse back to life. Soul lingering. When a departed soul refuses to vacate the deceased body, whether due to improper death, suicide, or a sinister desire to wreak havoc. Jiangxi virus. Infection by a Jiangxi leads to a slow transformation into one as witnessed in the Mr. Vampire films. The Qing scholars unveil a world where the boundaries between life and death blur, giving rise to unnerving tales. From supernatural arts to spirit possession, absorbing Yang Qi to the failure of a soul to leave the body, these are the roots of the Jiang Qi's existence. Their appearance is equally unsettling. Typically, a Jiangxi's appearance spans from unremarkable, as seen in the case of a recently deceased person, to horrifying, featuring characteristics such as rotting flesh and rigor mortis, 
particularly in corpses that have undergone decay. They are so stiff they can't bend their limbs. The term jiang in jiangxi translates to hard or stiff, an apt descriptor for these entities. They move by hopping, arms outstretched, resembling something from your darkest nightmares. In popular culture, jiangqi are commonly portrayed with a paper talisman affixed to and dangling from the forehead in a portrait orientation, bearing a sealing spell and wear a coat-like robe and round-topped tall-rimmed hat characteristic of a mandarin, a Chinese official during the Qing dynasty. They embody the ancient terror of bygone nights. Observe closely, and an eerie detail emerges. A sickly greenish-white skin, an unsettling reminder of decay, perhaps derived from the molds that linger. Disheveled white hair cascades over their heads, a testament to their unsettling, animalistic nature. But beware, for the tale takes a sinister twist. Influenced by Western vampire lore, the Jiangxi myth intertwines with the hungry ghost, embracing the concept of blood-sucking. Traditionally, however, their hunger seeks not blood, but the qi, or the life force, of the living, a malevolent ritual to grow stronger. I'm sure you're asking yourself, are there any methods used to counter the jiangxi? Here are some examples. Mirrors. In the medical book, Benkao Gangmu mentions, a mirror is the essence of liquid metal. It is dark on the external, but bright inside. Jiangxi are also said to be terrified of their own reflections. Items made of wood from a peach tree. The Jingchu Sui Shi Ji mentioned, peach is the essence of the five elements. It can subjugate evil auras and deter evil spirits. A rooster's call. Yuan Mei's book Zibu Yu mentions, evil spirits withdraw when they hear a rooster's call because the rooster's call usually occurs with the rise of the sun. Zibu Yu mentions nail seven jujube seeds into the acupuncture points on the back of a corpse. Fire. Zibu Yu mentions when set on fire, the sound of crackling flames, blood rushes forth and bones cry. Hooves of a black donkey. Mentioned in Zhang Muye's fantasy novel, Ghost Blows Out the Light. Vinegar, mentioned by coroners in eastern Fujian. Bagua sign, Iching, Tongshu. Glutinous rice, Azuki beans, a handbell. Threads strained with a concoction of black ink, chicken blood, and burnt talisman. Blood of a black dog. An axe, a broom, holding one's breath. A Taoist talisman stuck on the forehead to immobilize them. And dropping a bag of coins can cause the Jiangxi to count the coins. Stephanie Lam in Hop on Pop, Jiangxi Films in a Transnational Context, lays out the main methods of protecting and fending off the Jiangxi. To subdue a hopping vampire, the person must take a thin yellow piece of paper and write out a distinct spell in chicken's blood, which will then be attached to the vampire's forehead. A person defending themselves against a hopping vampire slash zombie can use an eight-sided mirror called bagua mirror, which is often used in feng shui. 
The mirror's purpose is to reflect the light, which in turn scares the creature away. A sword charged under the light of the moon made of Chinese coins can be used in an attack against the vampire. To stop a hopping vampire in its place, take a small amount of blood and place it on the creature's forehead. To banish the hopping vampire, a person can throw sticky rice at the creature, drawing out the evil in it. The origin story of the Jiangxi is equally chilling. Tales emerged from the macabre folk practice known as transporting a corpse over a thousand li. Picture this. A person dies far from home, and the impoverished kin, unable to afford proper transportation, resort to a chilling solution. They enlist a Taoist priest to perform a ritual, reanimating the deceased and teaching them the unholy art of hopping their way home. In the dead of night, these processions, also known as Xiangxi Gangxi, unfolded. The Taoist priests, shrouded in darkness, would transport the reanimated corpses, ringing eerie bells to signal their malevolent presence. This practice was popular in Xiangxi, where many people left their hometown to work elsewhere. After they died, their bodies were transported back to their hometown because it was believed that their souls would feel homesick if they were buried somewhere unfamiliar to them. Bodies arranged upright and tethered to bamboo rods were carried by two men. As they walked, the bamboo flexed, creating a horrifying spectacle. When viewed from a distance, the corpse appeared to be hopping in unison. Liao Yu Wu's The Corpse Walker unravels two chilling oral accounts. One account describes how corpses would be transported by a two-man team. One would carry the corpse on his back with a large robe covering both of them and a mourning mask on top. The other man would walk ahead with a lantern and warn his companion about obstacles ahead of him. The lantern was used as a visual guide for the corpse carrier to follow since they could not see with the robe covering them. It is speculated that corpses would be carried at night to avoid contact with people and the cooler air would be more suitable to transport bodies. Rumors linger that Jiangxi tales were birthed from the shadows of smuggling, a sinister ploy to cloak illegal activities in the guise of corpse transportation, a tactic to terrify any curious law enforcement. The visual transformation of Jiangxi into horrific Qing officials holds a darker narrative. Anti-Manchu and anti-Qing sentiments during the Qing dynasty portrayed these officials as bloodthirsty creatures, devoid of humanity. Their ghastly modern depiction may be a testament to the deep-seated fear harbored by the Han Chinese population. Chinese architecture adheres to the wisdom of Feng Shui. A threshold a mere 15 centimeters high stands guard at the door's bottom installed to thwart the entry of a Jiangxi into the very heart of the household. The line between the living and the dead, it seems, is thin and fraught with terror. As we close the coffin lid on tonight's chilling episode, remember, dear listeners to be cautious in the darkness, for who knows what might be lurking in the shadows, arms outstretched, 
ready to hop into your nightmares. Ha, 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 ha,